0: Hello and welcome to All Things Urticaria from Medthority. In this series of podcasts, our host, Professor Marcus Maurer, is joined by his friends and colleagues to discuss all things urticaria. Over to Professor Maurer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of All Things Urticaria. Friends, colleagues, urticariologists, and urticaria patients, I'm so happy to have you back for yet another episode of All Things Urticaria. My name is Markus Mauva, and today I'm very happy to have as a guest, my friend, colleague, fellow fellow urticariologist, UCARE leader, Moitza. Moitza, hi.
1: Hey, Markus. How are you?
0: I'm fine, and I'm really happy to have you. Uh, You are um, the leader of a UCARE project. And today we want to talk about what a UCARE project is and how it comes to life and how to keep it alive. And we hope to benefit from all of your insights. Moisa, do you want to start to tell us a little bit about the project you are currently involved in and, and maybe also how it came to be? What was your, um, what was your uh, rationale for making this a uh, Care project?
1: Oh, dear Marcus, first, I would like to thank you for having me. It is really a great honor. Um, Our UCARE project is named Cold CE. It stands for Cold Urticaria and Other Cold-Induced Reactions. Um, When the project already started, I noticed you changed the name of it a little bit, and I actually like it. You called it um, Cold Urticaria, just comprehensive evaluation. Uh, I think like your shorter um, title of the project is even nicer. Um, We actually started it in 2018, I believe. Uh, The formal steps are precisely described on the UCARE webpage and we also described the milestones in our cold CE project plan. Maybe you would like to hear um, what drove me to initiate
0: it. Well, Moitza, I think it's uh, commendable how comprehensive the assessment is that we, that we do in Koldutikaria. I've, I've never really seen anything like it. Uh, it is uh, looking at Koldutikaria from every angle, but maybe you can share with us some of those, some major unanswered questions that we have in Koldutikaria that you hope and for sure will address and answer with this project.
1: Oh, there are just so, so many unanswered questions in cold the area, and that was what drove me to initiate the project. And you know, I asked you about a lot of these questions, and when I knew, when I found out that even you don't know the answers, I thought it was a good idea to start it. Um, we want to really globally improve the understanding understanding of cold urticaria and uh, cold-induced anaphylaxis, which is uh, my special interest. We want to find out really real-life data on uh, the course of urticaria subforms, which are really interesting. Uh, the treatment received and treatments responses and comorbidities and health-related quality of life, mm-hmm. even family history. Mm-hmm. And we really want to dig into the cold-induced anaphylaxis. Uh, I'm just so excited about it.
0: Yeah. Well these are very important questions. Let's come to the mechanics of running a UCARE project. Um, you are in the lead of this project together with Dora. And uh, I would like to know from you, um, what is it like to have someone as a partner to run a Care project? Do you see benefit or does this bring extra challenges? Um, is there a recommendation on your end to early on find a partner uh, to run a Care project if anyone in the network uh, intends to do so?
1: Oh, yes, for sure. I think it's like a necessity to have a partner in it especially if you start a really comprehensive project like we did. I can give it my maximum, but after I send the papers uh, questions to Dora, she's always going to find something and compliment me. And um, really, thank you for introducing us, Marcus. We became real good friends and it's really fun. So yes, I would really suggest it.
0: Cool, Um, literally. Uh, You then together put together a core group for this project, which is what our protocols, our UK protocols recommend. And together with this uh, core team, you developed the survey, you piloted it uh, in some of these centers, and then you had a global rollout. Where do we stand, Moisa? How many centers approximately and maybe also how many patients uh, are we looking at right now included in this project?
1: may I just explain a few uh, first steps that we had? Mm -hmm. I would just like to stress how much work it was. You know, Mm -hmm. first I prepared the poster for the Gov 2018, which was entitled Proposal for a Multicenter Study on Cold Articaria. And I was also given the opportunity to talk about it for a few minutes on stage. And thank you, Marcus. you know, without your support, I think none of this would have been possible. And then I also met Dora in 2018. And I remember we had a first steering committee meeting in Berlin um, with uh, Raisa uh, Raisa from Russia and from Taiwan. And you actually managed to take five minutes of your time to talk to us. I mean, just five minutes. But you see, (laughs) but thank you for answering so many of my emails. So, later on, we also invited Simon, and Simon is also a great support. Uh, He balances the uh, steering committee, I think. And, um, yes, you asked me where are we standing. Yes, that's a good question. I'm really looking forward to um, February this month, because at the end of the month, we're going to end our phase one of cold CE. And... um, I looked at the data yesterday because I thought you would ask me about it. And uh, we have over 350 patients reported from 15 countries from Europe, Asia and Southern America. But what is even more interesting that throughout the project, 59 UCARES uh, expressed interest. So I don't know how many more are going to tell us this month that they are really that they have done the work and send us the data. So we're gonna know in a few weeks, but I feel it's gonna be a lot of work, but it's very exciting.
0: Cool, yeah, well, in the end, you know that we as a network would love uh, for every project to be joined by every UCARE. Uh, That's my dream. Um, And you've done a great job at bringing so many centers on board, uh, especially since this is uh, not an easy, project, I would say. Well, it's it's easy in the sense that once you have everything established and uh, uh, things are in place, uh, you can start to enroll patients. But it does take some uh, logistical preparation to be able to do everything that you ask centers to do in cold CE. Can you give us a little bit of an impression of, well, how much how much effort uh, is needed on the end of a UCARE to Uh, put this project in place and run it at their center?
1: Oh, you know, now that I started analyzing some of the data from our UCARE, I realized how really comprehensive it is just getting all the variables into the statistical program. And Mm. uh, my impression is that maybe we went even too comprehensive and this surely does not help motivate researchers to join us. Um, But I think it's a really once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for me and for us to really get down to all of the details of to urticaria. And once you get used to the project and the protocol, it really does not take too much of the time. Mm -hmm. And I think our physician um, questionnaire is actually a great tool for the clinical work, because when I see the Colder to carry a patient, you know, we don't really know what guided history should um, consist of. Now I just open up the questionnaire, I fill it out. It doesn't really take that long. I, I do it in about 10 minutes. And then when the k- patient comes back for a follow up, I just open it and like their clinical problems are just so clear to me. So I think it's really worth joining the cold
0: C. I agree, and I'm happy to hear that it helps you in your clinical approach to routine management. That's uh, that's an added benefit. Um, what's a your project called CE is not the first UCARE project, but it is the first project, and you implemented this, where you do early quality control. Well, you offer to participating centers to look at the first data sets that... Uh, have been generated and you provide feedback and guidance on um, what could be improved. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit about the benefits of this approach? How do centers take to it? Is it something that they uh, appreciate? Uh, Does it help the data quality as you see this project move forward?
1: Yes, for sure. You know, we don't want the project like the phase one to end and have a bunch of data and then do statistical analysis and then figure out that there's some um, uh, problems with it. We just want to make sure we have good data so we can write papers fast. And uh, um, I'm quite strict about data quality and I really get back with um, the centers. And uh, I think they take it really well. They understand that we just want to do really good. I hope so.
0: Well, we certainly appreciate feedback and uh, to have someone look at the data sets and to point us to where we need to be more precise or maybe where we made a mistake can really help to improve data quality for all the other patients that are then going to be included. The The second thing um, that your project did as the first uh, UCARE project is to extend its duration. Can you tell us a little bit about why you felt and the, the the other core team members and and Dora felt it was a good idea to add a phase two um, to the cold CE project.
1: This is really an exciting research topic and a clinical topic, and it it would be really uh, a shame if we ended it uh, too fast. And I think we can just keep keep on going. Um, We're just going to have to sit down and improve it. We're going to try to make it an online questionnaire just to collect data more efficiently. Uh, Personally, I would like to delete some of the questions, maybe um, add a few more straightforward questions because now I have to, if I want to come down uh, to to certain data, I have to look at combinations of a few questions and that is like really time consuming. So I think we're going to even improve it. But maybe you can help me with the answer. I think it was majorly your idea, you know, because Dora and I wanted to wrap up phase one and you extended it for half a year.
0: I think um, that uh, Cold CE 2.0 will bring insights that build on what we will learn from cold ce 1.0 which is close to uh, uh, being analyzed and i also think that i see from our efforts here in berlin but also the work of other ukers who participate in this project that Some of us are just now getting started. You know, it takes some time for some centers to get ethics in place, to have everything figured out. And there are many cold duty carrier patients at many centers that should be included. So I'm really happy that you in the end decided to extend the project duration or uh, make cold CE 2.0. I I think that if we um, collect another 300 patients, maybe break the thousand, then this will be uh, for sure a landmark study in chronic inducible urticaria and will teach us more about cold urticaria than um, uh, we ever did from any single project. Look, uh, our topic today is uh, how to to run, well, how to start and run complete and publish a UCARE project. Um, From your experience now, running this project for some time, what are some of the things that the UCARE network can improve on to make it easier for its members to start a project and run a project? Any suggestions, any tips from your end?
1: Oh, what a UCARE network can do to I think it really has has to start from an individual. Uh, someone has to have a good idea, believe in it, and just start a project and then talk to you and the rest of the um steering committee members of the UCARE network and I think anything is possible so just start working I would say. I think it's just really a perfect network and a perfect base to start a research project like nothing better than this I think.
0: Wojciech, the COLE-CE project sees all participating centers become co-authors of the study um, that is then going to be published That is a mechanism that many find very helpful. Can you give us a little bit of an idea of what are the qualifications or what are the uh, requirements for a center that is contributing to your project um, to become a co-author on the publication that comes from this project?
1: Yes, we also wrote it down in the project plan. It has to be 10 enrolled patients for one co-authorship and 25 more for the second co-authorship, and I think 30 more for the third one, if I'm not wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, We are facing a lot of uh, issues now during the uh, COVID-19 pandemic. And uh, if someone doesn't manage to enroll 10 patients, but if we see they really put in the effort and um, participated uh, in the project, um, we're not gonna exclude them if it's a little below 10 uh, patients, um, I guess, and then since the project is going to be ongoing, we may consider um, maybe um, including authors, I mean researchers who have not enrolled enough patients yet uh, in the upcoming papers, Mm -hmm. but we have to discuss it um, within the uh, steering committee, I guess. Do you agree? I agree with
0: this, and I think it's a a really nice opportunity, especially for early stage researchers at the different UCARES to gain experience in uh, how to work in a project, how to work together, how to collect data systematically, how to look at them and analyze them, and then become a co-author. This is, for some of our colleagues uh, with a heavy clinical load, not so easy and may be what gets them excited about science in the first place. So thank you for being so inclusive in your authorship criteria. I think this is one motor, albeit not the only motor, um, for UCARES and junior researchers to become involved in the care projects. Moitzaf, we're at the end yes. of our time, but I have one more question for you. Uh, If you beam yourself back in time and you make it 2017, when maybe you first started to think about this project, would you do it all again? Would you do it the same? What would you change?
1: Oh yes, I would do it without a minute of a doubt. Uh, I'm really, really uh, happy to be a part of this project. It's actually really a dream come true for me personally, Uh, although it came with a lot of work, you know, but I really need to thank you, Marcus. Um, It's really great to have all of your support and uh, I've learned so much from you and uh, participating uh, researchers and it's really, really fun.
0: Thank you, Moitza. Thank you. Uh, well, everyone, you heard it from her, you hear it from me. It's fun to be involved in Care projects and it's even more fun to start one and to run it. So please consider if you are a Care member to start your project, to bring your energy to the network, you can draw on the experience that uh, is in our network, for example, with Moitza and we will for sure help to bring good ideas to realization. If you are not yet a member of Cold CE, then consider it to to become one. Cold CE 2.0 is just starting now and we have plenty of time to bring new patients on board. And if you are participating in Cold CE right now as a UCARE, well, keep it coming. We cannot have too many patients in this project. The more patients we include, the more we will learn. Moitza, thank you so much for your energy. Thank you so much for our conversation today and good luck with uh, completing Cold CE 1.0 and starting Cold CE 2.0. Thank
1: you, we're gonna rock it together, Marcus.
0: Right on. Folks, this was another episode of All Things Articaria. Please tune in when we talk about Yet something else that uh, concerns urticaria patients, urticaria treaters. If you have a good idea of what you would like us to talk about, please do reach out to us. Until then, be well, stay safe, and goodbye from the UK Network. Medthority would like to thank Marcus Maurer for that fascinating insight into uCare. If you have any other questions regarding urticaria, please feel free to ask us via our website, www.medthority.com Remember to tune in for the next episode of All Things Urticaria. From all of us at All Things Urticaria from Medthority have a lovely week.